I'm Alex Melia, and this is Our Voices, a stage for real people to tell the real stories we never get to hear. In today's episode, you'll hear the story of the first time a world-class athlete pushed himself out of his comfort zone and how this one experience defined the trajectory of the rest of his life. I suddenly realised I'd thrown myself in the deep end, big time, and I didn't know how I was going to deal with it. This is Tom Bosworth, an Olympic race walker who holds three world bests and six British records. He currently lives in Leeds with his fiance Harry, and when I spoke to him, he was training for Tokyo 2020, his second Olympics. In Rio 2016, he placed an impressive sixth place, underlying his status as a world-class race walker. 12 years ago, Tom was a 19-year-old growing up in Kent. He describes it as a sheltered existence. There was like a couple of pubs, which I ended up working in in my late teens and playing on the sort of football fields or going to the leisure centre to do the trampolining and, or the athletics track. That was as far as my life went. Tom was at a crossroads in his life, unsure of where his life was going after his first race for Great Britain didn't go as planned. I decided I wanted to do something completely different and I never wanted to look at athletics ever again. His cousin suggested volunteering or coaching work over in America as a summer camp. Tom wanted something that would throw him completely out of his comfort zone, and this seemed like the perfect option. So I went for it. I've got a trampolining coaching qualification, and I did a little bit of gymnastics. And believe it or not, that led me down not just any summer camp, but I ended up working for a um, circus that toured summer camps throughout the United States of America. Essentially, Tom was leaving home to join the circus for three months. I remember arriving in Texas, and it was obviously baking hot, uh, given that part of the world. Me, a ginger, <laughs> very pale lad, first of all had to remember to bring his own sun cream. One of the staff members greeted him at the airport. And I remember being sat in a car, having been picked up by a number of member of staff from the airport and we were driving and we were having these conversations, very generic. Suddenly, the reality of the situation dawned on Tom. A week ago, I was sat in my parents' house, contemplating going to university or not, working in my local pub, having probably been to France a couple of times in my life. And now I'm sat in a car with a complete and utter stranger on a different continent. And I realised, what on earth have I got myself in for here? This is absolutely terrifying. I know nobody. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where my next meal is coming from. And these thought processes went through my mind and I went into absolute panic. I mean, I tried my best not to show any panic on my face whatsoever. And we arrived at the hotel where we were basically a couple of weeks away from starting at our first summer camp of the summer, having to teach a hundred odd kids how to do these sorts of circus acts and put on a show for their parents. And, you know, summer camps in America are a big, big deal and they pay a lot of money to send the kids to these things. So I suddenly realised I'd thrown myself in the deep end big time and I didn't know how I was going to deal with it or, or how I was going to get myself through it. His only option was to wing it and hope for the best. 
And thankfully, my experience in gymnastics and trampolining did go hand in hand. And so I picked it up quite quickly from everything from like the trapeze to hanging off ropes from the ceiling to clowning around on mini trampolines. And it was absolutely incredible. Having kids who they thought you were an absolute hero. And I learned from that experience that you don't have to be an expert at something to help somebody, to inspire somebody, to encourage someone. The way they looked at me and the acknowledgement from fellow staff members was absolutely incredible and it it just gave me a confidence that when I left in May 2009 I had no idea where my life was going I could barely you know make a cup of tea butter a slice of toast it forced me to stand on my own two feet and and I don't know what sort of person I would have grown up to be if I had never gone and done that trip and never gone and thrown myself into the deep end and toured America with a circus school it definitely has been the foundations of the making of of me. Once the three months were up, Tom hopped on a flight back to the UK. I do remember coming home and I slept for about a week straight in September before my mum sent me off to university and said, right, you're not running off to the circus ever again. But I can remember that conversation with my mum on my return about a week later. She said, I've never seen a change in you in the 19 years that you've been alive. Like these three months have changed you and definitely for the better you know uh, I grew up I realized that there's no one else looking out for you in this world you know it's up to you it really set the the path for how I've gone on and lived my life if I think it's going to be better for me I'm going to do it even if I feel like it's totally out of my depth I'm just going to say yes because what is the worst that could happen Tom's time in America also taught him the value of commitment. The boss, he had been running this circus school for decades and he said, you're either in or you're, you're out. There's no half-heartedness. And that is exactly what it's like to be a full-time athlete. You've got to turn up every day, even when you're tired, even when you don't want to. You've got to prioritise your recovery so you can turn up the next day and get something done. You might not always be at your best, but you've got to be able to give something. Tom knows that his life trajectory would have looked very different without these valuable three months. I probably would have turned my place at university down and I definitely would never then have been able to train full time or had the sort of team around me or the work ethic to succeed within athletics. Fast forward to 2019, Tom was a big medal hope for the then 2020 Olympics. He was about to race 20 kilometres in the World Championship trials where he had to place in the top two to qualify. But there was a problem. I'd been in pain constantly from a back issue, probably for about six or seven months straight. I knew how long the season was going to be and how much training I still had to do and how mediocre training had been that year because I could barely put two sessions a day together because I was in so much discomfort, like moving around the house was painful. Sitting on the toilet, getting off the toilet was agony. Even lying in bed, my body would throb and throb. Despite the daily agony that Tom was in, he managed to finish second, therefore securing his place in the Doha World Athletics Championships. My instant reaction was, I was furious that all I have worked for over the last decade is coming towards these moments, these championships, and it feels like I'm not able to perform. Tom couldn't bear this thought. I was adamant I didn't want to go. I was upset, I was angry because I was sacrificing so much 
And I'd been through an emotional roller coaster over the last two years anyway, after being disqualified at London 2017 World Championships. So what I didn't want was another big competition messed up because I felt there was so much belief in me. In the end, after a long discussion with his team, Tom decided to put his health and well-being first. We pulled the plug on training. We stopped everything because I was in so much pain. And they made me focus on recovery and on taking care of myself, my body, and getting pain-free before we even contemplated preparing for the World Championships, which obviously took a while. We just literally took it day by day. And it was thanks to the likes of both Andy's, my coach, and Andy Shaw, the physiologist, that we got it so right. It wasn't until eight weeks before the championships began that Tom was able to train again. Andy, his coach, was Tom's strength throughout this intense period. He just told me to stay calm, focus on what I can control, do the minimal training that I need to do to start getting back fit. We worked with the doctors, we worked with the strength and conditioning team and the physios to make sure I wasn't in pain, I was stronger and I was able to train. He would keep me in check every single day. He would check in with how I was. It was daily contact and, and just reminding me of the basics of turning up, doing what I can, getting it done. Despite the obvious hindrances, Tom remained confident and calm in the World Championship's 20-kilometre race, pushing through into the top 10 and finishing seventh. No Brit had ever finished in the top eight before. I was absolutely blown away. I probably wouldn't have gone to those World Championships, let alone managed to finish in the top 10. Tom is now looking forward to Tokyo and is proudly the only openly gay athlete on the British team. He came out in 2015 on the Victoria Derbyshire show. If I can make some positive changes and have a huge impact on people, that's amazing. But all I've wanted to do is kind of be the best athlete I can be and live openly at the same time. You can become a happier and successful person by being honest and not having those worries behind you. And I think everything I have done has purely just to be the best version of me I can be. And the impact of I've been able to help one person in their journey, then that's more than enough for me and more than I ever dreamt I think I probably could do. Listening to Tom talk about his experiences helps to cement that there can be nothing more fulfilling in life than having and pursuing a passion. To do this to the full, we often have to leave our comfort zone. Tom left his comfort zone when he went to America and he found himself in a situation where he would either sink or swim. His commitment, resilience and talent saw him do the latter. It's these same qualities that he has taken with him while pursuing success in athletics and this has allowed him to become an inspiration to many. Tom's story isn't about eliminating barriers, it's about finding a way to overcome them. What we learn from Tom is that the first step to doing this is having the courage to try. If you want to keep in touch with the show and be the first to find out what's coming up next, go to our website, www.ourvoicespodcast.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The links are in the show notes. And if you haven't already, give us a quick follow in your favorite podcast app. See you for another incredible story next week.